0: Welcome to Adam and Steve, not Adam and Eve, the podcast where we bite the apple. All right, welcome to your one stop shop of all gayness. (laughs) (laughs) How are
1: you, Adam? Um, I'm good. I'm a little, um, exhausted from the weekend. But well, <laughs> I'm good. It was a holiday weekend. Okay. President's yes. day. President's so day weekend, happy yes.
0: belated president's day. Football, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, I'll take a holiday where I can take a day off. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah, know, I'm here for it. It was fun though. Yeah. It was a good, a good weekend. Um, we got into some things, <laughs> but we'll get into it in a minute. Um, but yeah, before we go on, we have a returning guest yes, with us. Yes, um, So why don't you uh, introduce our guest?
1: We got uh, Sean Sullivan. Hi. Hi, Hello. Sean. How's it going? It's going very well. Thank you for having mm-hmm. me back. Yes. yes. He, he was uh, originally on episode
0: 48. Yeah. So yes. tell the uh, garden hose a little bit about yourself again real quick.
2: So I'm Sean Sullivan. I'm owner of the LGBT venue of the year, Corner yes. Bar and Nightlife Expo uh, for 2020, and 2021. Um, only two years because of COVID. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're actually passing on that title. And yeah, so I'm a serial entrepreneur mm-hmm. uh, in the LGBT community. Nice. Yeah.
0: So Sean's here to chop it up with us for a little bit. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, so we had President's Day weekend. Um, what did you guys do?
1: Well, I had stayed in on saturday it was really exciting yeah. um and yesterday we went to uh an event at Hyde off a of sunset in west hollywood and it was uh part of the gps events yeah um and that was really really good yeah uh, and sean was actually there yeah, and, and yeah and uh it, it was it was really good uh dj jerok was uh spinning <laughs> and he, his music was amazing. So it was a really n- a fun night. And then, you know, afterwards I might've gone to reload the yeah. after hours God. for a little bit. So Ooh. it was a little bit long of a, uh, of a night slash morning. No, I'm like the know. old lady that needs to go home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at that point. I'm like, it's four o'clock. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, I didn't make that party. Yeah. So I, but I did make Sunday fun day, which was really fun. Um, we did uh, Heart and Revolver. Mm-hmm.
1: Heart. Oh, yeah, we did go to Heart for a little bit.
0: Yeah, Heart, <laughs> which I it's going to be hard for me to start calling it Heart because it will forever be rage to me. Mm-hmm. So yes, I, yeah. it's just hard. Um, I did the Master Beat party on... Well, I guess I did Master Beat and GPS on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We started at Master Beat... At the stock exchange downtown, I think that's what it was called, or exchange, or what I don't know. Anyways, it's a bank. It looks like an old (laughs) bank. It's it's really cool though. Like it's like an old bank. But um, that party was called fetish, so all the boys were like in their like harnesses and Mm, which is like no different from any other soccer party. Right? It was like (laughs) it was like gay costumes. You know what Uh, I mean? It's uh, like cosplay. Right? It really is. It was like you know, I guess like. The look can be cool, but for me, they're just most harnesses, not all, but most are just uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like I am always like fidgeting and like, Mm -hmm. I guess I have to find the ones that aren't so, you know, Mm -hmm. restricting, I guess, or constricting, I guess. Or not cheap. (laughs) Oh <laughs> yeah, right, well that too. Like you be like the real leather, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but those can be really expensive though, like the leather leather ones. But mm-hmm. so I ended up doing that, um, and then we left and walked around the corner downtown LA, which is really fun mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> to the GPS party. Mm-hmm. And then um, about 4 a.m., while everybody else was going to reload, I went home and got in bed, mm-hmm. you know. Good for you. Yeah, I know. Look a at me. pat on the back. I know. <laughs> yeah. Adulting. I know. Well, it, I mean, to be honest, everybody's going to reload that night. But I don't know. Reload for me, it's rare that I go, but it's very, um, it's intense. Yeah.
1: And especially on a night like that, on yeah. a Saturday after a main event, Right, it's a very, very, very packed. Yeah, very packed. I just, yeah, I could becomes a bit, bit, much. Yeah, but so um, what about you? Sean? What about how me? Was, how so was your, how was your visit in LA
2: so far? My visit in LA has been exhausting, yeah. which is what <laughs> it usually is. Yeah. Whether I'm here for a day mm-hmm. or a week, uh, you know, so much to do. I mm-hmm. mean, um, I also have family here, so yeah, that for always me, makes I always have to prioritize my family. Right, um, and I have a cute little. 18 month old niece. So I have to Aww. spend time with her Aww. and um, I adore my sister. So, you know, we're just trying to, but they're in the South Bay, Oh, which um, I'm always, you know, I uh, live in downtown Oakland yeah, and uh, right above Bart and my, my partner, you might know who was, <laughs> it was on the last episode. Yeah. Last episode 47. <laughs> Check it um, out if you haven't. He, uh, he works for Bart. And uh, so we are, you know, Take public transit everywhere we can, mm. and things are closer. And so, um, a trip here yesterday was uh, from from Redondo was an hour. Where today mm. it was just a simple thirty two minutes. Mm. <laughs> you know, so
1: it's hard. For I'm me. surprised it's you made it at 32 the time. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. shocking.
0: Thirty two minutes. Well, you know, speaking of like on um, last weekend was Super Bowl Sunday, and I had somebody visiting, and they were actually flying back to their home in Vancouver um about like 5:30 so i had to drop him off at the airport i made it to L A to lax dropped him off and back home within an hour that never yeah, happens never ever but everybody was watching the super bowl mm-hmm. so it was just like I was like, why can't the streets be like this all yeah. the time? Yeah. <laughs> like it was leave, it, leave it
1: to the gay who's like, okay, I can take it. I can. Right, I I'll can. drop you off during <laughs> Super Bowl.
0: Sure. <laughs> I made it back, and I went to the bar, and made it there before a halftime show. And let's be clear, that's all I care about yeah. is the halftime show. I just want to see Mary J. Blige. What <laughs> <laughs> else for a gay to see? I don't know. <laughs> I still haven't
2: seen it because I was busy producing a party, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But. Yeah. Uh, I really, that that was my focus. I yeah. had a drag brunch to produce in the morning, mm-hmm. and then skedaddle out of there over to San Francisco to produce a uh, tea dance. Oh, so
0: yeah, so you didn't
2: get. To I see still it, haven't right? seen the halftime show. Well,
0: I liked know. it. Me too. I it was it. like old school. Good. Yeah, it was a lot
1: of like yeah. hip hop, but yeah. it, it was they played some. It was good, good songs. Yeah. It fun. would definitely
0: be songs you know, and
1: and it would like the set was fun. Yeah, it was cool. It was fun, yeah. so
0: I mean, clearly, I only care about the halftime show and that, anyways. Well, most of the time, it's just a halftime mm. show. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on on heart, uh, heart and WeHo. The yeah, uh, the new band, Rage, bar. Rage, AKA <laughs> a- 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 formerly known as Rage, <laughs> I'm like Rage. I always
2: call it Rage. Uh, I, you know, I was just there for a short period of time, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> drinking mostly, uh, and. I liked it quite a lot. I felt like, you know, there's certain design elements that I really appreciated. Uh, I like how it says, you know, heart
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, on the building. So I thought, oh, they're painting it all like black lacquer. Yeah. Um, what's the, you know, what's the the theme? What's the feeling going to be mm-hmm. as it translates to opening up inside? And they kept those garage style doors. So yep. it's like really open onto the street, which is something that is really unique to West Hollywood, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I liked it in my... In part, I was also uh, partly, uh, part of my agenda of being here with to Paul Nichols, who I know mm-hmm. um, just through the, the circuit scene and the business community, who is a, a great event producer and had also is a, a partner in Rocco's mm-hmm. and and now the uh, heart. So I was just uh, just happy to see him thriving.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, That's definitely.
0: Good. It's a cool place. Like for me, like I said, it's always like rage to me because I used to be there so much when it was rage because my roommate used to work there at the time. Um, but it's great to see life in that space again, mm-hmm. you know, and like people really enjoying it. And
1: and just something fresh and like just for like new to go to. Well, it's a club. It's yeah. like a disco. Yeah. I
0: love that feeling, like being inside mm-hmm. and feeling like I'm in a real like yeah. disco, like yeah. club, you know. So yeah. it, it's kind of cool, uh-huh. and it was a
2: club at like four o'clock on a Sunday. Like yeah. it was mm-hmm. raging inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as much as I would think of a place at like midnight on a Saturday. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it was. It was. In, it, it was but, busy. It was. But we're gonna have to talk about those drink prices. So they need Whoa. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're gonna charge me that much, they'll give me a bigger drink. <laughs> <laughs> or put more alcohol in it, something, right? Like, something, uh, yeah. It was well, it
2: well was, on your next trip to Oakland, uh, Steven. Yeah. I would like to, t- <laughs> <laughs> to tell you that you will not find drink prices like that at the port, but or you will, but they will be doubles. Well, okay, mm. but I, I do understand double. their well is premium, like Grey Goose is your vodka, but I and that is good, whatever model they're going for. For us, what I found, and Oakland was uh, originator on the craft cocktail scene. But that's not really what the gays are coming for no. when they come for for partying, mm-hmm. and there is spaces for that. But it's it's not really what you know gay bars are known for. We're known for community, or at least I hope we are. But <laughs> they um, had a good time, right? Uh, but I but I uh, I found early in our experience at the Port Bar that uh, people don't really care what's in your well. Yeah, they just want a good drink at a cheap price, mm-hmm. um, and I understand that, and that's what that's what I try yeah. to meet people mm-hmm. at. So we we have a very
0: basic well. Um, and it's <laughs> well, drawn, I it's think that you kind of should have a basic well, and if somebody wants something premium, you ask for it. Yeah, yeah, you know, because when somebody wants something like that, they're very specific, right? Mm-hmm. They'll ask for the gray goose. Or ask I think for so.
1: Well, and I think that like premium being or well being gray goose is a is very L A thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think I yeah. don't know I don't know I maybe I can't speak for a bunch of other cities but or maybe New York is like well, I that think too it is you know specific. yeah I'm just st-
0: fine with Tito's <laughs> that's, that's what I was getting yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. and
1: is that even like considered I mean I guess it's not I premium it's but not, I don't know but it's I like better it. than it's some wells at, it's, it's
2: premium at a call price outside yeah. yeah it's yeah. really good and I um that's what I was ordering because mm-hmm. I was like <laughs>
0: so wait, wait if you were ordering Tito's were they were they still like seventeen dollars a drink
2: remember and that's part of the the
0: problem we don't look at our our tickets anymore like i know because it's better not to look (laughs) yeah you (laughs) You know after your first drink charge it yeah it's like i'm not even gonna look at it once you get a little bit drunk you're just
1: like oh whatever (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) i know it was like i
0: drank there and then like i went to revolver and I bumped into a kid and dropped his drinks. And then I had to buy him a drink. I no. felt so bad. You're
2: like, oh, good for you.
0: <laughs> but, you know, it was so funny that I did that because I was like, oh my God, I am so sorry. Let me buy you a drink. I just dropped your whole mm. drink. It was like a pickup line. No, I no, a he, was, thing. he was. He was completely, I mean, he was cute, but he was completely <laughs> shocked because he was like, I can't believe you're doing that. Like, it's so nice of you. I was like, I just felt bad, you oh, know, doing that. So e- I bought e- him I a drink. I think that's etiquette. Yeah. Uh, you knocked drink. Someone's trying to go yours. I felt so bad. And, well, at least the drinks at Revolver weren't like. Or I like, Go always, up to still. the
1: bar Like with him And just tell the bartender Like hey FYI I Accidentally spilled this person oh. Drink And then maybe They would just give him One of oh, I didn't think of that But I bought him <laughs> Probably a drink. not in LA yeah, But no, okay. I feel bad I, yeah. <laughs> Don't try that At a pool there This <laughs> nah, is not It ain't like gonna bus, work okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well I feel bad So I bought him a drink Because I knocked his drink over And it was only fair I thought Yeah
1: you know? Well good for you so, look look at See you. I do good deeds Yeah Sometimes Every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> Every blue moon I do something You know
0: Yeah, yeah. But um I don't know. Anyways, that but you know, it's nice to see the bars thriving, especially after all this COVID stuff. And mm -hmm. you know, I'm glad you guys are doing well.
1: Thank
2: you. Thank you. It has been a hard slog, uh for sure. Yeah. Uh now we no longer have the mask mandate, which Mm -hmm. was kind of funky to begin with because uh people don't want to wear them. Mm -hmm. And well, you don't
0: want to wear them in a bar. No.
2: And so it's really interesting for us with that experience because uh, you're supposed to insist people wear them if they're not eating actively eating or drinking. But what does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. So right, um, we have yeah, a just to <laughs>
0: yes, just suck um, on a glass uh, of water. Well, all yeah. The whole time, so
2: like. so we uh, there's another venue of which I patronize and might do events there. So I won't name, but um, mm-hmm. th- they're quite lovely. But I had gone to see shows there and. Someone would tap me on the shoulder and be like, sir, you need to have your mask on. I said, well, I'm drinking. They're like, the straw needs to be in your mouth. And I was like, oh, so we're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Right? We're not doing that at the poor bar. But most of doing doing not doing that. also because, as Richard could tell you, um, there was a time when a security guard needed a break or to deal with something. So he stood at the door, and he told uh, a patron, oh, you need to put your, your mask on. And they threw a drink on him.
1: Oh, Jesus. Oh. And then That's there was so another dramatic.
2: time that... The security guard was getting, um, you know, buff from somebody about the same issue about wearing wearing their mask, and and uh, he intervened to to try to de-escalate and support her, uh, and the person punched him in the chest.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: mm. jeez!
2: So after that, we were like, yeah, we're, the signs are up. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we're yeah. not unless the county health is going to station a police officer, no. which we don't want <laughs> here. But like, how are we going to enforce this when people are so mm-hmm. vitriolic? Against yeah. it, I mean,
0: it's 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 kind of like at this point, right? We have to learn to live with COVID, right? Because it's not going anywhere. But it's like if you are checking my vaccination, yeah. you know, if I'm boosted and my, you know, as I enter, then it's kind of like really, you know, like I get the mask thing, but I'm over it. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna say I'm sick of wearing one at the gym Mm -hmm. I am over it (laughs) (laughs) I mean I do What I'm supposed to but my god When are we gonna get to a point where we don't have to Mm -hmm. You know especially At places where you're being checked if you're, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, vaxed and all I that agree. kinds of stuff. That's, that's the thing. It's like when you go to the gym, they put it in the system.
1: Well, they, and like, uh, well, I'm like a little annoyed right now that the, like the mask mandate in California has been lifted as of February 15th. At, yeah, like, but we indoor, still have to wear them, But right? we still have to in LA. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I, LA, like it's been the yeah. most strict the whole time. Like I
0: get it if you want me to wear it in the grocery store. Or, you know, doctor, whatever. I get certain places, but it's just, uh, like, I can't work out with one anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. Well, it's, it's not
1: good for you either. Yeah. You're, like, breathing into a small space. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, that's my rant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, we're kind of going into, you know, Port Bar and whatnot. Um, we'll just get into the episode with you and your story, I guess, I always like to kind of have a little, a bit, a bit of a backstory with the person. So, you know, where you're from, how you got to where you're at, and how the port bar became a thing. The port bar. Well, so I'm originally from New York City, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a great place to grow up in
2: the 80s and 90s. Um,
0: it was d- just gritty too. It was in so real gritty. New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: so gritty. It's uh, you know, like so many things. Uh, if you were in if you weren't there, you don't know mm-hmm. if you like it, it. New York was such a different place. Like, you know, Times Square now with, I can't even imagine what the rent is for like this little, you know, a side bowl place is it that, that place is where I got my fake ID where I walked in like at noon on a Wednesday <laughs> and just walked up to the counter and said, I would like to get a fake ID. Here's my <laughs> $15, <laughs> which is a lot of money for kill at the time. And <laughs> just stand here in front of this thing and mm-hmm. take a picture. Yeah. Um, and now my gosh, you know, it's just like, it's, it's so very different. As things evolve, but that was my uh, growing up experience and going to, um, clubs as they were then you know Mm. people used to dress up and then uh we also had this element of people called club kids Mm -hmm. um who were changing the scene and uh those kids were profiled on national tv Mm. as like changing thing because they were like all openly bisexual Mm, like it was sort of like they were gay yeah can we can we
1: go into a little bit more of just what like a club kid was because i I feel like some people might not know
2: yeah so um you know so at that time a lot of people would dress up to Mm -hmm. go out um and i think in certain elements that that stayed with us for a long period of time but in these clubs these kids would wear like flare pants and they would um wear silver pants Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they brought back bell bottoms for a period and Mm -hmm. they'd have like Colored hair, which is now yeah. commonplace, it's but so that wasn't down, yeah. and makeup, makeup. All kinds of crazy
0: makeup and just makeup, crazy costumes. Crazy and
2: costumes, and they, you know, they were profiled on like Joan Rivers had a daily talk mm-hmm. show in Geraldo Rivera, and they were profiled on these shows. As um, I, I remember Richie Rich, who I've, I've come to know and who went on to become a fa- a famous fashion designer with yep, he Heatherette, and is now um, relaunching his Richerette. Um, that he. Like I think the moniker under his name on one of the talk shows was wants to sleep all day and party all night. It's so comical now to look Mm -hmm. back on it. He didn't think that's how you're going to live the rest of your life or Mm -hmm. no one really thought at that time you were going to live the rest of your life. But also for openly queer people at the time, um, the backdrop to all of this grittiness was that people were dying left and right Mm -hmm. in our community. And so you didn't know, frankly, if you were going to make it to... 25 mm-hmm. never mind 50 or think about your life in a long-term way because we had so many people around us just passing away mm-hmm. just getting sick everybody knew someone um yeah, as you come out a, and i just you know remember as a kid growing up in new york which you know stonewall is like mm-hmm. that's where I, the areas in which i partied in but you would think it would be more accepting or progressive but i just remember At that time, when I was in high school, it's not like today, where there's support groups. There would be people who'd be like, well, if you want to choose that lifestyle, you see where it leads. You're going to die. It's like, oh. Like, you know, you just choose a pink Mm -hmm. color off a shelf. Like, well, Mm -hmm. I've chosen the homosexuality and it leads to death. You know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, you have a day left. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was kind of a dark time of things. You know, so it was hard to come out. It's always hard to come out, and everybody's struggle is different. But it was a, a really... Um, beat of a different type going on at that time mm-hmm. and that's why I, I also have um, a great admiration for RuPaul mm-hmm. because when I was a kid in college RuPaul came like I you could see RuPaul at the clubs back before she was you know oh, yes. who she was and uh, and then Supermodel the world came out and you were like oh my gosh they're on TV with uh-huh. all the supermodels which is a thing at the time yep. of the world and then there's this Beautiful, tall, black, blonde drag queen, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. making it like t- teaching children that this is okay to be gay, mm-hmm. and it was nothing like I'd ever experienced before. No. And to see them continue to thrive over these decades has really been great. And I think you know um, one of the things that I um, became important to me is creating safe spaces for people. So mm-hmm. in New York after college, I worked for Covenant House, which helps homeless and at-risk kids. Mm-hmm. 40% of the homeless popu- youth population are, are queer kids. Yeah, um, And so working there was very important for me. I worked for them in D.C. And then I came out to Oakland uh, about 20 years ago mm-hmm. and went back to work for them and expanded their services. And Jerry Brown, our governor, mm-hmm. he was the mayor of Oakland at the time, bought his personal home and turned it into uh, a shelter for uh, 30 kids. And now it's expanded over the years since I've left to to able to serve large numbers which is awesome Mm -hmm. um but you know for me being able to provide safe spaces was so important based Mm -hmm. on the sort of the scene that i was growing up in um and that isn't normally a natural outflow into uh starting a bar or a Mm -hmm. gay bar but um my mom when i was in college uh was divorced and became single with three kids and started it uh a business to support herself in the service industry and providing staff to su- to um, events and so forth where you've rubbed shoulders with all these amazing, great gay people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, that's how I learned to become a bartender. So I always had this skill on the back mm-hmm. side. Um, That's a good
0: skill to have. It, it is. It is. It everybody is. can use a good drink. You right. Know? <laughs> well, but you can also pick up jobs in a lot of places uh, when you have that, yeah, that skill. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a
2: recession proof. Yeah, uh, it really uh, is. Career. And uh, so, you know, I always had that background and even when I worked for Covenant House in DC, I would work um, private parties mm-hmm. uh, and I would work private parties mostly for gay clientele. Um, <coughs> Some Of those parties, they wanted different things, but I was just there to big drinks, so you know it, it, I mean, what things uh, no. <laughs> like, I, I don't, don't know. Please elaborate. I mean, <laughs> well, I was never, I was sort of left alone because I am who I am, uh, and at this point in my life, I'm comfortable with it. But like, I've never been that guy that was gonna take off a shirt and mm. was gonna be like,
0: yeah,
2: getting cards or money for that. I was getting. Any any tips were based on the quality of the alcohol. Thank you no,
0: very much. I would have probably had my shirt off. You, you probably would have had your shirt off.
2: So so anyway, so that was that. So that that was my thing. But and also, I had thought you know, uh, one of my things with Covenant houses is was always trying to network, mm-hmm. um, and so I didn't also want yeah baggage attached to that of mm-hmm. what I was trying to do for
0: kids. Also, back then, you had to be a little bit more um, careful about things like that. Like yes. now, everybody's like, whatever's whatever. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. everybody's naked on all their profile pictures, <laughs> their Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Like, it, you know what I mean? Yes. But, like, back then, we were not like that. Right. You uh, know, so it, it, there was a, it, a little different was, yeah, you a know, lot of a time. Yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So then, uh, you know, I lived and loved in Oakland and. I just had heard, so many people over the years said, I'm gonna start a gay bar, I'm gonna Mm. start a gay bar. And it just like never happened and materialized. And uh, as I think Richie said, in 2012, he ran for um, school board and I ran for city council. Okay, And uh, we have this thing, have it in a LA, laybook, rank choice voting. So, after the first five rounds of voting, I was number one in the sixth round, I lost. Mm. So, <laughs> I have to explain it to this day to a lot of people as to why I'm not on city council. But, I, um, but after that, uh, we decided to, we were very fortunate to be able to take about six weeks off, travel, and then we tried to plan our next steps, you mm. know, what we wanted to do. And um, we both together started a, a consultancy to help nonprofits and fund development and communications. And then he got recruited away from his own startup to go work for BART. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started working on the Port Bar because actually that was what my passion was, was to create um, a spot in downtown Oakland. There was one large club that was sort of split in two levels. Um, one uh, focused on the, like the Latino community, mostly monolingual Spanish speakers, and the other mostly on Oakland's African-American community. But then that was it.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
2: never felt like there was a place that brought all the different types Together. of people. Like our mayor calls Oakland's secret sauce our diversity. And I think that's very true. Oakland is a very diverse city. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons I've loved living there. Because mm-hmm. coming from New York City, this is very diverse when I was growing up. And so I felt like I felt well fit in in Oakland. But there was so many times we just didn't want to have to cross the bridge. And this was, like, you know, before Uber, when I started working on this, mm-hmm. um, and it's hard to believe because it's so commonplace now, but like y- it would be hard to get a cab home, yeah, uh, because our transit system doesn't run twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and so how are you going to get home? Unless you met a certain person on a night, but you, right. know, you don't always <laughs> plan for that, are you you don't want to have to lower your standards. Well, <laughs> but, but sometimes we do, but you uh, know, exactly. just to just to make it on the six o'clock train. Ugh. But you know, um yeah, so. Uh, we wanted something different. And I'm a firm believer in creating the world that you want. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we just decided, I started this background in the service industry um, to to make a go of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turned out to be a hit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, That's cool. I've been to the Port Bar quite a few times now. And I have to say, I've always had a really great time there. I'm so glad. Yeah, I've never had a bad time.
0: Um, I like so that you guys do nonprofits. I yeah, like that you did that. I've always yeah. wanted to do that, or maybe work. well I don't know if I want to work for one because they may not be able to pay me <laughs> like, decently. But volunteer. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we will do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh. uh, volunteer because that's really important. And I always keep saying, I always say this, so I actually have to put it into play that we need to volunteer more. Mm-hmm. I, I always say this to Adam too. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to volunteer more because at the end of the day, we're fortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really are. Um, so we need to do that. Mm-hmm. much more often. I've been actually looking at the uh, gay lesbian center to mm-hmm. maybe like do something there. So um, I just think sometimes we forget, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you well, get you so get caught, caught up, up in, in your own yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. You, know?
1: you get caught up in daily life, yeah. work, this and that. And then if you are stressed with work, it yeah. just like kind of yeah, but, uh, but you know no we got to do better. We can always find time. Yeah, can always, time. Yeah. We can always you know, find time. We can always, always find, time. find time. So you said you had the poor part for five years. Five and a half years. Five and a half years. Yeah, and that that you said there was one other place. Um, yeah. Uh, so there was one other place. Mm-hmm. So has has there been more in Oakland that so have opened they, up?
2: So they they subsequently closed uh, in 2019, um, and then since the pandemic. Well, there's also the White Horse, which claims it's the oldest LGBT venue uh, in the country. Mm-hmm. So there's some other place in New Orleans. So I don't know who's right, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's uh, that that bar is uh, on the border of Oakland and Berkeley, mm-hmm. and so um, we just felt like Oakland needed another venue, mm-hmm. and we needed we wanted to put it in some you know in the heart and soul of downtown,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and have it be transit accessible, uh, and uh, now since then there have been where well, the person who was a marketing director of that one large club that closed has started their own um, Latinx specific club called Kirico. Mm-hmm.
3: Um
2: and when they opened the, the Bay Area Reporter which is our, our queer newspaper in the Bay Area like comment you know called me to comment like get the gossip but I, I was only like super supportive of them because I think actually we do better when we have more spaces like we do better as a community but we as a um, business do better too because i feel like i'm not competing against i mean but because for five and a half years i've established who we are Mm -hmm. right and people know what they're going to get when they come Mm -hmm. and in this short period of time somehow we got this national award from the nightclub and bar industry so um more spaces are welcome because my my competition is not the guy down the street it's the castro that people are jumping on bart to or um Mm -hmm. the in, in an uber to because they can go there and if they don't like X location, they go to Y location right. and there's Z and then there's, you know, so there's they so many choices, high. you know? And so they can choose like, they can choose a Castro, they can choose the um, Soma community, which is more like leather bars and a little bit more gritty um, an alternative. And so that's my competition. So mm-hmm. what I would, you know, there's a, there's always talk about the places opening up too. And, um, you know, before the part bar, there was always talk of places opening up and didn't. So because I know how hard it is having done it now. Mm. But I encourage other entrepreneurs to do it because it would be great to keep those people. And to that end, I'm actually working on uh, a new venue mm-hmm. um, that we're calling Fluid 510 that will be about five blocks away on Broadway. So we're on Broadway at 20th and this will be a Broadway and 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when I was saying about growing up in New York, one of the things I loved is I worked for Covenant House, which was in Chelsea, which is sort of like the epicenter of gay life in Manhattan yeah. in the 90s and uh that uh within walking distance were all these gay bars Mm -hmm. and then there was like a bar in this corner and then you walked one block down and a corner over and then there was another bar Mm -hmm. and then you walked one block down to 6th avenue so there was all this kind of thing and so i i um know the value of that i saw the value of that and lived it and i would love to be able to provide that for queer Mm -hmm. people in the east bay in california so that they can have that kind of experience. You don't always have to drive, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, drinking is a serious thing too. So I like people to be able to to park and park for hours and be able to do what they want to do and then sober up and then then uh, try to make it home. Yeah.
0: Wait, I have a question. Wait, so in, you guys have a still like a local gay newspaper that comes
3: out
2: in the bay in the bay area it's called the bay area reporter i don't know if it actually comes out in newspaper anymore because they haven't delivered since covid Mm. so it's just online online.
0: okay i mean don't you like i i miss like whenever you'd go into like any of the gay like establishments and there would be like the the gay magazines and newspapers Mm. i kind of miss that i do miss that you know Mm. what i mean like i do i'd like pulling like looking through those and seeing the ads and well i remember as a uh a young
2: queer person in New York, right, being like using those magazines, like even in a bar because no yeah. one's talking to you. Right. So you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I'm not talking to you either. Nobody's I'm reading about what's Flooding going on through in my our magazine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, now people just all stare at their
0: phones. Right, we but, stare. Um, I remember in Texas we had one called Twit. It was called this week in Texas. It was all that <laughs> Twitch. It was called twit. That sounds like a naughty word. It was. <laughs> I know that's why. And it was like this. It would come out every week, and it had everything you know that was happening all the, in all the bars mm-hmm. all throughout Texas and it would have Pictures and stuff. You're like, oh my god, you're in twit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but again, it's great to have that like yeah. the community and all that kinds of you know good stuff. But times have changed. Times we don't have it question though what made you move to oakland from new york
2: oh um so i could shorthand it and say that like i work for covenant house in all three cities but actually love at the time um (sighs) i met this french boy in new york and i didn't think anything was going to happen with that and it did but then i still went to dc and then we didn't think like, I thought, okay, well, now I live in D.C. There's nothing's not, not going to keep going on. And then I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then he applied for business schools. He applied uh, at, to Harvard, Wharton, and Stanford. And I said, well, if you go to these Coast schools I'm not coming. Like, I'm not, you know. Uh, yeah. But then he got into Stanford. And I was like, well, I mean, you could make me move to San Francisco. Um, and, and so that I did. So really? then I moved out here to the Bay. I moved out to California and moved to the Bay area. Okay. That didn't last much more than a year, but that's okay. He <laughs> was a wonderful <laughs> person. We got along, um, and we got along for years that he now lives in Chicago with his husband. Yeah. And, um, I went to the wedding, right? So it was like very, it was all cool for years. And, uh, uh, and it was meant to happen. So yeah. that's what brought me out. And I was happy to, uh, restart another opportunity with covenant house and, go to Oakland, and that's the only way that I would have, like, um, there is already a great organization in San Francisco called Larkin Street, which deals with the homeless youth population there, but there was nothing in Oakland, and they had actually just started it, Um, and when I was in New York, one of my responsibilities was helping new programs get started around the country, fundraising-wise, and I remember what, where is Oakland? I had to like look at it up on a map at that (laughs) point. I'm like, where? Oh, okay. And then Jerry, the same year, Jerry Brown ran for mayor and then all of a sudden it became, you know, like he had run for president, he had been the governor, his little star quality given to it. So it was like, oh, okay, there's all this momentum there. And then i and then I moved,
0: moved That's interesting. I always find it very interesting how one des- like one decision changes like the whole like yeah, trajectory, trajectory of your, your life. <laughs> yeah, like, it's I insane. Just, it's right. It's I just always find that. I guess it's just part of
1: your, your journey, though. Right. It's like, yeah. what
0: if I turned left on this? Street? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Seriously. <laughs> All right,
1: that's yeah. interesting. I wow.
2: remember. Well, I also so when first we lived in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and then I would go to Oakland every day. Like I'd wake up and it'd be gloomy. Like, oh, this is San Francisco. Okay, and then I would uh, drive over to the East Bay. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so warm and it's so it's so you, yeah, and, yeah, so it's a microclimate, and it's but it's really like from um, you know the areas that you know in San Francisco, like Union Square and the Embarcadero. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes to that is downtown Oakland, and it can be a completely different climate. Oh,
0: 15 mm-hmm. minutes from that, is, yeah. I didn't know you. Yeah, guys it's just that a short drive, like downtown yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, it's just a short. Yeah, it's not
1: far. No. it's not far, but yeah, it that it's close. definitely like a little bit nicer in terms of weather over there. I'm like, oh, okay, because like, <laughs> San Francisco's a little gloomy. So. No, I, yeah. you
0: know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> there was
2: one day I remember driving. It wasn't a unique day, but something snapped in my mind, and I was like, oh, this is it. Where I uh, was on in my car, and you hit Treasure Island, and that is somewhere where a lot of the sometimes the weather changes, and it's like once I get past. Treasure Island, onto the other side of the Bay Bridge. It was ensconced in fog. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got home, it was wet. And it was mm-hmm. cold. And I was like, I don't have to live like this.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm not, not doing this. I, I could like, live and work. That's Absolutely not necessary. I'm not <laughs> doing this. <laughs> that that would be me. Sometimes you just have that moment. Yeah. Like you're just like, you know what? Mm. <laughs> this is it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Oakland's... Pub, like. Come a long way over the years. I don't. I don't really know a lot of the history behind it, but um, I've never been.
0: But I've been, I have been to. Uh, maybe you can speak more to that. Well, uh, yeah. I
2: mean, Oakland definitely has changed over the years. Mm-hmm. For some, it's not great. Um, but for others, it's. I think it's living up to its promise, mm-hmm. and that like when um, last time I talked to you, it was before we did this party, love mm-hmm. uh, the circuit party after after Pride Fest and someone's like oh you know you're going to do a venue here and it was a test runner for me of that venue mm-hmm. of like oh, I'm going to sign a lease so we're going to do things here would this work mm-hmm. and that that all proved true cuz I had a great producing partner for that mm-hmm. um but someone said to me it was like oh you really get the 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 beat of like what's going on for like you can see mm-hmm. into its future of like what it needs and so forth and i was like oh my god I guess so. Like I didn't, I didn't know that. That's like a thing though. But I was like, okay, yeah. So um, I am a bit of a cultural connoisseur of like what's going on. And uh, I am able to pull people together, which I'm super excited about. Um, And so I've seen a great, lot change in the time that I've been in Oakland. There's been a lot of building. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been a lot of displacement. There's been a lot of creation of homeless homelessness, which is, you know, sad for me as someone who worked, uh, to provide shelter and safe spaces for homeless kids, at mm-hmm. least. Um, but I think that's something actually we're seeing nationwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not just Oakland. We're seeing gentrification. We're seeing a lot of increased mm-hmm. homelessness and increased <clears throat> suffering, and it's very it's a agonizing. It really so
1: is. I mean, it's been worse with COVID. It's been uh, just
2: yeah magnified. But what I I just try to I believe I can be part of a, a change. And I try to do the very best that I can with like what I have at the time and where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, creating another venue uh, is part of that, mm-hmm. right? It's giving a, queer people another opportunity to be in this space. And so, we came up with the name Fluid because it's really repra- recognizing Generation Z is sexually fluid, is um, gender fluid, mm-hmm. and just the opportunity for people who don't identify as queer but interact very naturally with queer people mm-hmm. is sort of how they've grown up now is very different experience. And we want to give a venue that celebrates all of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And That's the, in the, the venue um, would be used for just any type of events or. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it's going to be a daily bar mm-hmm. okay. uh, and lounge. Gotcha. Uh, and then uh, it has an, it's uh, over 5,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. So, which is, triple the size of the port bar and one of our challenges has always been people want to do events queer events it's not a venues for it and so this would provide that opportunity Mm -hmm. for other people to come in and program and for us to program um, larger events like uh, it's been my absolute thrill uh, over the growth of the five and a half years to get to work with amazingly talented queens who have been on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, I wanted, and, I wanted to ask about that. Yeah. I wanted to
1: go into that because I've seen some of the drag shows there and they're just, like, uh, amazing. Thank you. Yeah, and, you, you know, great, right, before, great queens.
2: Uh, right before COVID, Martin Luther King Weekends 2020, uh, the Vixen came with Dieter Ritz and produced Black Girl Magic. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the biggest nights we'd ever had at the Port Bar, um, our, for our Sunday night drag show anyway. And people were... You know, in the back room of that space, they could go 15 deep. But that, that didn't mean the queens were getting that money, mm-hmm. right? Because you couldn't go all the way back. It was so packed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since COVID, one of the blessings of it has been that we've been able to move things outside. Mm-hmm. We were able to build a parklet and a parking spot and put seats on on the sidewalk. Wow. and. And it just brings in so many more people, and those people also can content-
1: then people that are walking down the street oh, as well. That is such a joy. Like they just will be like, "Oh, well, look, there's a drag show literally there's happening a drag outside. show <laughs> in the
2: middle of Broadway yeah. in downtown Oakland," and it is really a game changer for the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, even our mayor was saying that, uh, you know, nightlife had a, a conference of mayors between her and London Breed. Uh, was saying that Oakland is thriving at mm-hmm. night, yeah. mm-hmm. and in a way that people hadn't thought about. And I and I know that we are part of that because um, her mom is a friend, and her mom goes to the symphony next door. Um, and when it, she finds it not that exciting, she offers to buy her she husband a drink, by. and she, come and <laughs> she, she comes and she to the poor part. She's like, she, "I, her, the, the mayor, it, you know." Just like Beyonce's listening, probably my mayor's listening, <laughs> right. but, um, but maybe not. But she, her mom is a big tipper to the, dra- you to, never the know. to the to the go go. You never know. You never know. Big tipper to the Go Go's. Um, so that's funny. But she said she came out of there uh, when the symphony we they had Debbie Allen at the yeah. symphony. Oakland Symphony is always trying new things, and they had her. And so the mayor left with her mom, and she's like. And you've got the box outside mm-hmm. now. And there's some guy in a G string mm-hmm. dancing on a box. She's just like, I just loved it. Yeah. And I think Oakland celebrates that because we've always been diverse and and queer and welcoming. But like to have it out on Broadway drag queens Yeah, and so it's, it's
1: like not very common out there. Right. You know. And so
2: I you know, there's a video yesterday posted on Instagram stories, which you can probably see most Sundays, is uh Amora who's our resident drag queen, mm-hmm. out in the out. Stopping traffic in Broadway. Yep, doing
0: that, the street. In. Drag brunches have just really, really taken up, and it's so funny because the other day I was having, I think it was last week, I was having lunch at High Tops, and across at Beaches, the drag queens were jumping on the cars in the street. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we we're like, y'all think you're in Miami doing that. <laughs> yeah. But it was so fun and cute to see. And I'm like... People like that. But it's, but drag brunches are really, really taken off. Oh, yeah. the like they really just turned into like this thing.
1: Yeah, yeah it's because it's, yeah. it's fun. It's it really fun. It's fun. It's not just like brunch anymore. Yeah. Like drag brunch yeah. is like a whole personality. It's a production. Process. Yeah. Uh, production. It's a great production. Yeah. And I'm
2: great grateful to provide it. And you mentioned Miami because Palace yep. is this wonderful- Palace is amazing. Amazing space. And um, I've actually had some of the Palace girls to Oakland. Uh, those girls are not to put on the show. Oh, well, they're like gymnasts. Oh, yeah. See yes. what yes. climb up and down, down those palm trees. Yes. And, and they're flipping and it, the yeah. tabletop. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> those girls so know what's up. <laughs> when I've seen them and I've seen the quality of what we're able to provide and to see the community engagement, like there's um, there's uh, a Latin-focused uh, – you have it here, a coffee shop, but it's very like uh, Latin-flavored coffee mm-hmm. drinks mm-hmm. and horchata mixes and so forth. Yeah. And so there's a lot of uh, Latin families – that will park their cars or walk past our space and we'll have to stop to watch the show yeah. um, or we'll come out from there with their, their drinks and like be watching the, watch show be the show and like, Oh mm-hmm. my God. And we have a lot of Latinx Queens. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a lot of bitty, bitty bum, you know, yeah. there's, there's a lot. Of <laughs> a lot of Selena going on. <laughs> and so yeah. They relate to that. And then they're like, Oh, Oh, right. you know, so you see like, it's great to be able to provide mm. that kind of, uh, breakdown in the community of like different cultures merging and yeah. like uh people just finding it like it great and there's so many passers-by even somebody who, you know it's not safe but somebody who stopped no. their car yeah. to get out like stop the car in the middle lane mm-hmm. to get out and give to a check. drag queen <laughs> a tip <laughs> 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 who was circling the
1: parkland like
0: that person was like i have got to stop i was like <laughs> wow that's you great.
1: could have made a reservation, right. but you yeah. just okay. decided to do that. No, if side. that should happen in, L- in LA, I A., I don't know. Well, that's why because we were like everybody would freak out. But Oakland, I right. think, can get away with we it. Well, that's why we were
0: laughing that. when we saw that happen because we were like, okay, like she, this is Santa Monica. She stopped this car yeah, and got Santa on the hood. Monica we were like, Bowl I part. don't know if that's safe. <laughs> 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 so like these people are gonna freak out, right? But yeah. everybody was cool about it, and I was like, okay, well, that was good to see she didn't die. So. <laughs> 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 you know, like, uh, no, that's that's really cool. I'm glad that you guys are, like, just having a community spot. Because mm-hmm. that's really good to have, like, a safe haven. Yeah, You know uh, what I mean? Because a lot of people don't get that. They don't. You know? And where I grew up in such a small town in Texas, um, I couldn't be out at the time. And it would have been nice if there was, like, somewhere to go. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where you felt safe and... Yeah. You run into other people that were like you, you know, because it's always very important to see people who are like yourselves, you know, and that's why you guys being diverse is a great thing, Mm -hmm. you know. And, you know,
2: I was here last time before we did Pride Fest and before we did Love the Circuit Party, and we produced it right out in front of the Port Bar on Broadway. And one of our regulars, he'd never talked about this before, he's 37, and he said, you know, I remember 20 years ago, you could not walk down Broadway in Oakland openly holding your same sex partner's hand. Mm -hmm. You would be heckled, you would be Mm -hmm. hit, and and nobody would do anything about it. They'd be like, well, why are we so stupid to do that there? Right. Mm -hmm. Because like what we were talking about earlier about that New York was a different Mm -hmm. place. All these places are different. Um but even 20 years ago, that even Oakland while being accepting that would not have been okay. Like and here we were shutting down Broadway in the middle of a Sunday Mm -hmm. to do this big gay event. Mm -hmm. And So that really touched my spirit because I thought it redoubled why I wanted to do um, the new venue and Mm. and make things happen there. It also, um, we'd had problems with Pride, the organization in the past, um, being just uh, a few people and no being able to know if it ever made a profit or a loss or where the money went, all those kind of things. Sounds like L.A. Pride. Well, you know, unfortunately, Mm. a lot of this. Seems to go on Mm -hmm. um, with events, and it just too many, too few people know what's going on. And I think we live now in a space like you know, there's Google Docs. You can like you can share your stuff so much with so many people. You can make it more transparent. You got to be transparent now. And um, so we are in the pro. We we did um, create an organization. It's fiscally sponsored by the LGBT Center of Oakland, Um, and their ED is on our board. And it's a diverse board also of people who are both. Uh, all LGBT people um, who either work or live in Oakland um, and uh, the head of the Black Trans March is on there, uh, as well as some other uh, queer business owners, including myself. And I've said it and I said into the, the paperwork when they called me, I was like, ultimately, I shouldn't be involved or, you know, just call me a red check.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and if I can, I will. But, like, I'm happy to use my nonprofit experience and my fundraising experience to make this event happen, as I did last year mm-hmm. and as I can this year. But there's, there is an a incentive there for me to have a pride event going on because we make a lot of money. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, But also, like, you know, last year was in front of my bar because I was like, you know, if I don't work this hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's um, going to be in front of my yeah, spot. Yeah, But uh, but then, you know, you get these great pictures in front of the Paramount, which is next to us, and then you get mm-hmm. the statements like I just shared from this person, so it's very affirming to do it on Broadway. Um, but this year, we're looking at doing it, like, shutting down the street right across from us, mm-hmm. and it goes to uh, towards the lake, which is like a jewel in Oakland that most people from outside of Oakland don't know about, it, like Merritt and Snow Park, and um, so hopefully it would all be there. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and hopefully it can be community driven, and more. Pe- we want to encourage more people, not less, to be involved in this. Because some people don't like that a lot of these events are corporate sponsored, and yeah. it's like, well, okay, well, but a stage costs ten thousand yeah, yeah. dollars, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> fencing cut, right. you know. So it's uh, like, like uh, where are we gonna get this money? Well, yeah. From now. And uh, yeah. so if we're gonna do those things, um, someone's got to provide the money. So if you're, you know, more people step forward with the money, or we're gonna go and get the money from. Um, Places that are willing to support queer people um, from, and actually, a lot of people, some people have even stepped forward even before we've even asked for money, just mm-hmm. when they saw the article. And it's from employee resource groups, so it's not like some tainted marketing minds. People who are like work for these companies mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, you need to," you know, yeah. people in charge who may even be queer <laughs> themselves at this point, you know, mm-hmm. um, be like, "We we need to support this," mm-hmm. which is awesome.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. That's Sometimes awesome. you never know where where your donations will come from you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it, i find that sometimes it comes from some of the least likely like, likely places yeah. or people you know that you uh, a lot of times the people or places that you think are gonna do the most donating are not the ones yeah it, you will be surprised at you know i found that out when i was running i ran a marathon for the apla Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, some years ago. And you had to fundraise, Mm -hmm. you know, because I was like, I want to do something good. I, you know, I want to like help, you know, the foundation. So I did that so I could fundraise money. And I I found that the people who I thought were going to donate were not necessarily the ones, but I had donations that surprised me Mm -hmm. from people that surprised me. My mom raised most of the money. Wow. People that she knew. She got people from church. Like uh, She really did, but it just really, really surprised me in such a great way and just changed because i was stressed Mm -hmm. and i and my mom was like you are doing something good for some for people you know you need to like not be stressed Mm -hmm. and um but i just it made me feel good when i started to see like the donations that were coming from certain people and and, like corporations so you just never know yeah you know you never know where that's going to come from yeah that's a wonderful thing Yeah. yeah
1: So what, what else is going on at Port Bar? I I hear, I I hear, and I have been to uh, Energia. Oh, well. uh, So
2: we, right. So, (laughs) um, you know, I, I think I said a little bit about this last time, but I, I am smart enough as a business person to know I don't know everything. And I think a lot of people get ahead of themselves like, uh, they only, they know. And I think that's unfortunate. I mean, the way we came up with the Port Bar name was through focus groups about what people want to see in this space, the way. We came over with fluid. It was talking to people, especially younger people, yeah, about what they really want to see. And so um, we wanted to have other people program our events. And so Saturday night is a night that other people program them. And so uh, energy is a South American-style party. There are a lot of, you know, I happen to be um, with 15 years, uh, <laughs> somebody who's Mexican-American, who first generation, and uh a lot of programming is lgbt latino nights are all about like mexicans and it that that doesn't speak to the um millions of people that live below mexico
1: Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) the the, the rich cultures of colombia and
2: brazil and Mm -hmm. peru and so why, when we have such large populations, are we not doing any programming for them? So mm-hmm. energy is one just party who you, you may have a bias towards
3: because, um, <laughs> you know, Why the promoter. But, uh,
2: <laughs> but, you know, I have to say we did that a couple of uh, Thursdays, last Thursdays um, in 2021. 20, uh, and it was funny. We the, the earlier parts of the nights were slow. So, and, you know, programming during COVID is hit or miss. It's mm-hmm. been like, who knows? Um we started add a karaoke element to it and we thought, well, we'll see what, how this happens. Like, we I actually didn't want karaoke for a long period of it's time. It's probably a hit though. Well, it was, but I didn't want it. Cause passing the microphone between people oh, right. really made me nervous. Uh, mm. and like, could we clean it? We can clean it. We can like, actually there's little, uh, microphone condoms as we call yeah, them yeah. <laughs> that you can put on and really? change between persons. Yeah. Yes. Cute. Um, and so, w- so we've done all of that. We try to take as you know, all the precautions that we can, but, um, it was a huge hit. Like, a, like was it was say. supposed to be from like seven to 10. And then this out like energy, it would start. And people were like, can that start later? Cause mm-hmm.
0: we're not done singing. And I it's was like, I was going to oh. say, you know, gay people love to sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's actually really funny. that One of the, the, the energy I went to, um, uh, Sergio Ardila does, puts on the party, uh, at Port Bar with you. And, um, he the karaoke we did the karaoke in the beginning mm-hmm. and i you know i'm not gonna like sing or anything i just like like to watch people but um one of his friends put his name down on the list and i got to watch him uh perform bad romance by lady gaga and it was a really cool moment because it was, he like, did his a gay song <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say you, you know what was a great moment for me
0: about that
2: is that here people thought a little bit differently about him from like the regular Port Bar Mm -hmm. community, right? Because he's an outsider producing an event at the Port Bar. Mm -hmm. And he's this cute boy from San Francisco, Mm -hmm. focused on, like, Latinos. So maybe he doesn't care about us, which is, you know, um, mostly African-American people who were singing that, at least that night, right? Mm -hmm. And that was a sentiment I got uh, Look, of course,
0: it was black folks. I can say, (laughs) you know, we love to sing. (laughs) And we will get up there and do some songs. (laughs) Oh, yes.
2: Yes. So when he did that, it was sort of like... uh, it was beautiful because he was just like, I'm willing to make a fool out of myself just like you mm. or be good, right? Yeah. But like I'm willing to do the karaoke thing. And I thought – and then people really responded to that, which is great because then um, I worked with him uh, a couple weekends ago to produce a new event in San Francisco mm-hmm. with a continuation of love um, and that we did the day before th- for Valentine's. And a whole bunch of my regular uh, folk came who are mm-hmm. not circuit people, which is great. And so that is another thing that I'm doing and I'm doing with him. Um, because, solely because he has a, not solely, but because uh, I'm glad to partner with him. But he has a real vision for, we were just talking or starting tonight talking about um, uh, Masterbeat and GPS and so forth. And like <laughs> I was saying earlier, like I've gone on the circuit scene for a long period of time. And I have to say, most of the clientele there look like me. Mm-hmm. And the marketing and uh, the drive has always been towards people who look like me. Maybe people go to the gym more than me, but people who look like <laughs> me. <laughs> and, and that right has been a criticism, yeah. but it hasn't changed. And so I, I really applaud him for like being somebody who enjoys it, but being a, uh, an immigrant to this country and wanting to change that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And bringing in new talent and uh, trying to make sure that there's space for um, – black karaoke center singer singers to you. feel like no. oh they, if they like this beat they can enjoy this. this seriously karaoke, right
0: yes i have a list of karaoke songs if i were <laughs> <there>. <laughs> I have a list like ooh this will be a k- good karaoke song let me add it to my uh, list like, for real you got to be prepared right you gotta be ready because right. you know we all think we're gonna like hit the mariah notes when we sing ah! <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know about it's myself. not gonna happen but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
2: you know it's funny because karaoke is a great equalizer of people who can really sing yeah that's saying and then yeah that's
0: true but they (laughs) do
2: and they do with like conviction that they are mariah carey as long as you
0: have the joy in doing it is what counts you know what i mean like that's how i feel about dance you could be the worst dancer but if i see that you're loving it Mm -hmm. then i'd love that for you yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, definitely
1: No, I, th- and I thought that was cool, like, when, when he did karaoke. It was just, like, kind of fitting for en- uh, energy of that night because his party was coming out. Yeah. Well, why didn't that, you sing, so, Adam? Um, because that's, that's going to ever happen. <laughs> no one put his name on the list, <laughs> but maybe not next, not happen. Happen. next time Next time, we're going to put no his longer, name on the list. <laughs> uh,
2: it's no longer on Thursday. It's moved to Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't, he, that's his event to produce. Uh, I know what I want and expect out of, like, marketing for my events. And I, you know, I didn't know what he was doing. Uh it was so packed.
1: Yeah, I know. It I was wasn't so packed. able Last to be there, but, I, it, was but like, I heard great things. Wow.
2: And for me, it's like, you know, we live and die by our regulars, and we really want, and, and that is great for me because that's who I'm here to serve, Yeah, the people of Oakland, um, the queer people of Oakland, at least. And yet, um, that brought out so many people who I never see. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um, Brazilian queers and, like, um, South uh, American immigrants, right? Mm-hmm. Who are gay and and so I'm like okay I don't even know if you live in the East Bay like but I'm so glad that you're here right mm-hmm. because they felt like this event was going to speak to something cultural in them mm-hmm. and that was really heartwarming to me to be to, to have him do that and to see the success mm-hmm. right and so we're we're providing this this anchor in the community that isn't currently done mm-hmm. right there so there's no I honestly nights that are bitty bitty mom that oh, yeah. are Selena impersonators and. And Banda, uh, and that's great because that's needed, that's speaking to community, but there's so many more uh, other um, people uh, mm-hmm. from South America who are living in the United States as queer people who should feel something that touches them. Mm-hmm.
1: And and that, that does and that. And that music is so fun. Mm-hmm. I would just tell you I can dance all night to it. Um, it, it it's a really great time. But yeah, and let's. I kind of want to talk a little bit more about love. Mm-hmm. Um, your This is your, I guess you were saying first um circuit party type deal that you've produced or co-produced yeah. with um with Sergio. Yes. Um how what I guess made you kind of get into that with him. Uh, him.
2: He's <laughs> very, as I as you might know. He's very motivating and very like uh captivating into getting in the, in these things, but mm-hmm. also I think it's his the mission of mm-hmm. like what he's trying to do. Like mm-hmm. I said, bring more people into the scene and make more people feel welcome mm-hmm. through these events and make the events diverse. Like he thinks about the DJ and the dancers and what they look like and mm-hmm. so forth and, and who are they going to bring so that it's not just basic cookie cutter, mm-hmm. um, hot white muscle boy uh, up on there. I mean, we love to have them on our flyers, but actually I don't think they have been mm-hmm. um, and that, cause that's not his vision. So and I'm really, um, even though I have the experience producing events, I think that's what I lend and I'm happy to do that will I do this forever or a longer period of time? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy to, to do this and work with this community so that when we do Open Fluid, which has a certain capacity, you know, a much larger capacity than the poor part to host these type of events, I'm hopeful that, you know, we will do those and those people will, will know who I am and mm-hmm. feel comfortable coming over um, to Oakland to enjoy that mm-hmm. as much as what we're doing in San Francisco. And I think he has a much larger vision for what he wants to do in the community. Um, and I'm just happy to be part of that
1: now. Yeah. No, it's awesome. It's really, really good. I only I went to the love the circuit party in Oakland um, during Pride Fest, and it was amazing. Yeah, um, and I heard the last love in San Francisco. Yeah, so at the Valencia Cuba room. dance
2: was great. Yeah. I have to say, like again, like you never know how these things are going to roll out, and uh, he had a real belief that this was going to be a huge success, and I was like, well, we'll see, mm-hmm. right? You know, I'm in a certain position in my life where I can take risks, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a privilege but it's like well we'll just see right yeah. like i'm going to work hard as mm-hmm. hard as i am like if i had 2 cents in my pocket that's just my ethic but mm-hmm. uh you know i'm you know if it didn't if nobody showed up i'd be okay um but oh my gosh people showed up and people wrote me the next day to like thank me for inviting them Mm -hmm. um and i was like i don't even know who you are but okay that's Mm -hmm. great right so uh and it really was like i said such a cross-section of people and people asking okay what's the next event so since i'm on the next event will be (laughs) (laughs) sunday march march 13th yes uh and i had to like remember that but um, and we're going to have Hector Fonseca, mm-hmm. who is an international uh, DJ and remixer. So I'm super excited. He hasn't played the Bay in quite some time, but I think he was just here at the chapel like two weeks ago. And um, is you know, if you follow him on Instagram, it's somewhere every day different mm-hmm. and good for him. Um, and I've kept in contact with him during the pandemic because he did not perform um, until 2021. Once, you know, we were in... There were other people who were performing, and we all know, um, the parties that were criticized and so forth. And mm. he didn't judge any of that. I, I don't know. I don't think so. But him and I were, like, texting because he was like, you know, I will just find a way to survive on Twitch or online. Yeah. Because if there are all these, hey, don't go to this event, or just don't go out and let's, like, honor the, the guidelines that were given, and then other people are doing these events... He just wasn't part of that. And I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that he, that was, you know, other people did their other thing and that's fine for them. Mm -hmm. But I like that he said, oh, this is what I'm going to do. And it might be financially impactful, but that's what he stayed with. Mm -hmm. And so, um, good for him. And Mm -hmm. that's somebody like, I'm glad to do business with and to fly from New York and (laughs) have for this event. And I think it's going to be killer. Yeah. Because the last event was a brand new thing. And it was at the Valencia room, right? It's at the Valencia room with this cool space in San Francisco in the mission, Mm -hmm. um, right at the sort of edge of the Castro. Mm -hmm. And yeah, again, I, I mean, I produced it, but in a, in a way I really let, uh, Sergio lead in that. Mm -hmm. And I was really pleasantly surprised, Mm -hmm. really pleasantly surprised. No, I've
1: heard great things. I, you know, I went to little, after meeting with you guys just to tag along and kind of see some of the feedback and the, like in general it, it sounds like people just really love the energy and it's something they love that the they, energy and the joy mm-hmm.
2: And that's like what you go for. I mean there are other people who are motivated by different things mm-hmm. um, Even though I've been doing this for a long time. I'm not and although I'm trying to get investors for my new space It's a bad thing to say that I'm not motivated by money. Mm-hmm. I'm actually like motivated by like experiences I can create Mm-hmm. And the money, I've always believed this, and my life has just sort of turned out this way, that um, it turned out to be true. Like, mm-hmm. it's followed me. Like, you put the intention into it. Is the intention good? Is the, enter, what do you want to create? Like, and things will show up. Mm-hmm. And, like, somehow, like with Pride Fest last year, I wanted to do this great thing for the community because they had been failed by Oakland Pride to actually make an event happen. And I didn't think we should be let down a second year. You know, we all knew yeah. in 2020 we couldn't, but with 2021 we were supposed to. And didn't happen, and yet, like in less than uh, a month, maybe a little bit more than two weeks, we got Maya, like mm-hmm. on the stage and yeah. killed it, and thousands of people showed up. And, um, and, you know, I thought, okay, well, I just got to make this happen. Yeah. yeah, you know, and so that's what motivates me is just being able to make those things happen. Yeah. And 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 that's what we we did with love, and and we expect to continue.
0: Yeah, yeah people want to do things. Mm-hmm. Actually, yes.
1: random quick story about Maya. I um went to San Diego pride one year and I was at Rich's and I had no idea that she was supposed to perform there. And I came out of the bathroom and she was just like on stage performing like, and, and I was just standing like right there, like, like in them front. And I was like, I can't believe I'm, I can't believe Maya's here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. Um, they didn't market it very well, apparently. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, uh, that's great. I love everything that you're doing. Thank you. And, um, uh, I think unless you have anything to add at the moment, uh, you know, before we go get to the end of the episode, we'll, we'll talk about where people can follow you and stuff, yes. but we'll we'll probably get into our last little segment here.
0: Yeah. Man, what, what do you, you think? think? All right. I got the card. <laughs> I'm going to read this. By the way, we're going to have to talk about Adam and I throwing an event at your port bar we would love that you yeah. yeah. can do a live podcast of some oh my god service. that would be yeah. great yeah i was just thinking that as we've been talking we had a outside. woman run for
2: congress uh that did a podcast out of the port bar so i'm happy See? to yeah there you
0: come come go on down we're gonna we are going to we have to do this <laughs> all right i just thought this was funny so here we go so ma'am what do you think about watching a porno in a the theater <sighs> <laughs> do, I will Do let, people will, do that? <laughs> I
1: will let Sean answer first. Well, because I'm old enough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I knew you were gonna there have was, something good for me. There was this. a time when I was
2: coming up, That it wasn't about these Like
0: once upon a time.
2: <laughs> you porn clips or this <laughs> OnlyFans, you had to go to a theater. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. had, you
0: had to make an effort.
2: You had to be seen by the person mm. at the window. Oh my god. Slide your money outside and hide your face and slide into the... No, I... uh I'm not going to say I've never gone to one... But you know what they're... I mean, so what do I feel about them? Yeah. I mean, like, I grew up with that, so... And you know why? Why I think... Why... um And I'm happy to talk about this now With I'm to talk about it then is because I was a young person, like, trying to figure out my way. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't... You know, it's a different world now, but for me, that was that. Like... It was nowhere else to see. It was more man. common back then, right? Mm. Yeah, like, because well, you didn't, you couldn't pick up your phone and find right penis. <laughs> 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 no, you can't. <laughs> they didn't even really have these, you know, you <laughs> like <laughs> that. Like to this extent, <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> you certainly did not. You did not have. You did not
0: have cell phones on you. No, back
2: then. <laughs> I mean, you had to wait for the A and well, Maybe you'd have one <laughs> of the <laughs> dialects right. to just find. <laughs> well,
0: that was later. <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, like we were just like Shh, AOL, like right. waiting for the damn thing to upload so you could talk to some other. <laughs> and then your
0: friend's like, "Get off! I need to use the phone." Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "But I'm talking to this other gay kid from Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we'll
2: ever speak again." <laughs> and so and he certainly wasn't sending you his nudes. So no. You know. So yeah, you had to go to those type of venues. But in New York City, not only did they have those, but they had um, uh, the peep shows yes. and the video, the little little video booths.
0: Yeah. yeah. I didn't get any of that growing up in Texas. Sorry so about that. Nope, didn't, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> didn't get any of that growing up in Texas at all. But there is one, a, a a theater down the street here in on Santa Monica. I've never been. I think it's called like Studs or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've never been either. Never been. I don't know, but it would be, I don't know how I would feel about going now to uh, a theater I don't know. to watch a porn. That would be kind of weird yeah like do you invite people
1: do right or you, you invite somebody or like, I don't, do not I just don't like do things
0: with other people <laughs> while it's going i don't on?
1: know that like proper etiquette for this yeah it wasn't a part of it when it was originally a thing well but now how would
0: it be now it would be like because i know people used to hook up back in the day mm-hmm. right like they would go and do things but
2: i know nothing of this <laughs> 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 i suppose it's possible um but yeah i mean if you didn't have a place to uh, you know, oh, but it I was guess. a place to meet yeah. people. Like, meet it me. was <laughs> what, what I did not know. What I did not know, I know at least the first time I went uh, when I was a tender college kid, is that you'd go in there and I'd be like, "Oh, but at least like when you see, I mean, porn is so different now, um, but it's like you would see people like you, right? Same-sex people having sex, mm-hmm. yes. and that certainly wasn't taught growing up. So that was like, oh wow, it's like." You know that's what it is that's mm. what's go- that's how that happens yeah. oh, I wasn't sure um, and and then whoops, what do you know along the way there's other people like hanging outside your booth and you're like I, it, I think there are other booths open why yeah. are they waiting? Oh, <laughs> oh they're cruising
0: right yes. now that's, that's, I did not know yeah. <laughs> We didn't have the Google back Or the <laughs> grinder or oh. anything um, well I don't know now it would be i'm not sure unless i was like in a bathhouse or something they had one on in a room and then you know
1: yeah i mean i feel like a lot of like even like some bars that are like maybe a little more raunchy they'll play porn in the background you know that was a
2: thing when you know as a younger per when i was a younger person in new york there i remember being like taking a straight girlfriend from work and being like oh yeah i go to bed and then realize at a certain hour. The All the TV had porn on it, and I was like, <laughs> I'm so
0: sorry. I guess we
2: are crazy people. <laughs> like, you know, now I'd be like, whatever. Right. Uh,
1: like,
0: okay, well.
1: I guess that's how we feel about watching feel porn about in the <laughs> theater. Yeah, <that's laughs> <feel> that. <laughs> I thought that would be an interesting one. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, well, with that, I think that kind of closes out our, epi- our episode. Um I am so happy you came on Thank for you. the second time. Yes. And in Thank person. person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that was a, that yeah. was a tough slog online. Last, last time it was like, I, I, I always wonder. It, it's just, it's nice to it's have better the person, person. Yeah. Yeah. here because you can feed off the energy a little bit more. Yes. Um, but either, either way, both episodes were great. Um, so I, I really appreciate you coming here, being on. And um, why don't you tell people where they can follow you? or yeah. contact Well, at, you, the you. Bar, <laughs> at the poor at bar. Literally, at the poor bar
2: is my, the Instagram handle. On Facebook, it's One Gay Drink. Facebook.com, One Gay Drink. I like um, that. Because we're celebrating Oakland, one gay drink at a time. I like <laughs> that. Thank you. Uh, if you're interested in little me, you can find me at Sean, S, Sean, S-E-A-N, in 510. Um, and that's where I promote more of the the uh, independent events that I'm doing um, like love mm-hmm. the tea dance and love the circuit party. Um, on both, you'll find, because I do, I try not to, and I know you talked about this with Richard. I try not to wait into like political statements or like news so much, but yeah. occasionally you'll see in our stories anyway, things posted, mm-hmm. um, about community. Um, but like pride fest, mm-hmm. things that happen at the LGBT center, we will like cross promote, or I don't know if we're not really cross, we will promote for them if I see it. And I mm-hmm. want people to know about it in our stories and yeah. so forth. Um, I now have somebody 21 working for me, so we have a TikTok, oh,
0: so man. you can find the port bar that. on TikTok. <laughs> Look at that, Look all at on the TikTok. We're not even on oh, that. I
1: know. Like, I mean, I don't. Know. I have a personal one, so I don't. Know. I. Uh, yeah. To get 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 it together with that, it's a, it's like, oh I, I no no like I feel no like, no. like I feel like a little bit of, a, of a like a, like a grandpa else. when it comes to TikTok. Like, how does what are you doing
0: with it? It's starting to ske- <laughs> it's, it's starting to skew older, so it's time to jump on now because it's starting to skew older. You see what happened to Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> when grandma gets on, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, your grandma's on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's true. Um, no, none of my family follows me on Instagram. It's only <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can have me on Facebook because I don't really post anything. But like, you know, on Instagram, you you don't need to follow me on Instagram <laughs> if you're in my family. My, my
2: mom does.
0: My mom follows me on Facebook. She did try Instagram one time and I blocked her. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You blocked your mom.
0: A long time ago. Hopefully, she never listens to this. Hope she doesn't. I know I love her, but she did not. Well, even, I'm not even. Okay, there once upon a time. On Not Instagram, long ago, you were home. Right. <laughs> but I used to post more and, you know. I think in the beginning, yeah, me
2: too. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, good, Michael. This is a platform my mom's never going to see. Yes. And here we are at the beach.
0: Right. Yeah. And I used to post mm-hmm. more. Yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> Here's my <a> nice sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But then, then
2: it's sort of like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. And I have to say, um, I don't actually post a lot now. For I, my own personal
0: yeah. I post a lot less.
2: It's a lot less.
0: Yeah. Like mm. for me now it's more of like like I'll put on stories a little bit. I post less and I've also gone and archived a lot yes. on my uh um, yes. on my page. Like I've taken hundreds of pictures down. And I just decided people don't like need to know everything. Face- yeah, I kinda Facebook feel like I need to do enough, that enough to like,
2: remind yeah. me. Of stupid things I said and posted from like 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. and I'm
1: like, Oh my god, you're like, That
0: was so dumb, right? (laughs) Like, what was I thinking? (laughs) So, thank god for Insta where you can archive, yeah. Uh, I did, I totally did that, but, anyways, um, yes, digress, but we can give our handles, I guess. (laughs)
1: Um, yes, but you guys can please follow us at Adam and Steve Podcast. Um, you can follow. Me at Adman2005 or Steven Ash. At GreenEyeSteve. Yes, please, please, please follow us. Thank you guys all for listening. Thank you for be, again for being on the episode. Yes. It was great. Thank you. I love Thank hearing you. everything that's going on in Oakland and what you guys are doing. It's really, really amazing. So um, hope everybody, all the garden hoes out there, enjoyed the episode. Until next time, remember that God made Adam and Eve, but he also made Adam and Steve. Any problems? Pray, pray about, about it. it.